is up, everybody? Welcome to the Next Guy Up podcast season preview episode. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. The offseason has come and gone. As you listen to this, week one of college football has already kicked in the gear. We We're are back. We are back. We're hoping that Florida lost by the time this episode comes out in the morning. Amen. those guys. And so today we're going to be doing our last kind of look ahead into college and NFL football. We're just going to get all of the bold takes, the hot takes, and everything in between out today. Because after this, it's just weekly updates, news, and, and gambling picks. Let's go. We're in it. We're in it. I am excited to get these takes out. I've been eating flaming Hot Cheetos. My mouth is bright red for the yeah. takes I'm about to give out. How are we doing, boys? We are doing great. There is football on television tonight that actually matters for something, unlike the Week Zero games. Oh. Week Zero was tough. They need to either change how they do it or just get rid of it altogether because I feel like it gets everybody hyped and then it's kind of like a, a misfire in a sense. Here's the know? thing. I don't get it. I don't even like it's like the thing where you started pushing movies back to starting like Thursday night now. And then you like start Wednesday night, really, because the Thursday is the real day that it's starting. And it just keeps getting pushed back and back. Like, why can't we just have a real week one? What is even the point of throwing like six garbage games all on a Saturday before the the season actually starts? What are we like? Whose idea was this? And why are we doing it? Because how can you really start on the number zero? Zach is a math guy. How how can you really start on week zero? How does that even work? You can't. It's stupid. Yep. I I'm I'm disagree here a little bit. I like week zero. It's it's a good. It's a tune up. It's like preseason in the NFL. It gets my eyeballs ready to to move around different screens. I'm watching different games all at once. Mm. I'm, I'm tracking bets. I'm, I'm <laughs> keeping up with stuff. I mean, you're. I gotta get reps in too. Getting the reps in, yeah, you're oh, right. That's true, and I that's did. True. I mean, I went, I went two and one last week, so I mean, I had a, I had a good week zero. So we're, we're out here. Yeah, we all need to watch North Arkansas State and uh, San Jose State. It's riveting and, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and even a blowout from Notre Dame. Which, by the way, Zach, how are we feeling? Look. I, I think this, this this is where the hottest takes have been around the around the college football this week. I've been around Notre Dame, and I think some people are overreacting to this win. All that I saw happen was, first of all, watch the broadcast. It was disgusting. All they did the whole time was talk about how great Notre Dame is and how isn't it so cool that they're in Ireland, which is look at all the fans here. We're 40,000 whole fans here in Ireland. Uh, great. That's like cool, I guess, for you. I don't understand the Notre Dame thing. I don't understand how we're hyping up after this this big win against a team that obviously is not very good. I think we can look at Navy and say, hmm, maybe not a great team. Uh, sure, Notre Dame's quarterback looked pretty good in the process. I get it. But here we are. Here we um, are. So... I made some bold claims about Notre Dame. Maybe, and I made the statement uh, in the text that maybe most of that was based on previous bias against the university, which is true. I think I have some some preconceived notions about the Notre Dame football program, but I'm going to stick by it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, Tins, I think, is moving a little bit. He's like, mm, maybe Notre Dame is real. I'm not. I'm staying to my guns. Um, I, I mentioned the uh, minus 800 bet for Notre Dame <laughs> to uh, not make the college football playoffs. I'm sticking to it. 
We're we're holding steady, and I I still feel as confident as ever. I'm taking it. Actually, I might double down. Mason, oh, 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 no. doubling down. Well, you're gonna get it at minus seven fifty now. After oh, that blowout wow. win, a whole minus fifty. Okay. Um, great. I'll even make more money. So I did see a stat like it was halftime or going to the third quarter. Guys, you want to guess how many passing yards Navy had? It's not good. Zero goose egg. Oh, goose my egg. Gosh. They had a total of forty-three. Now this is their offense, right? What 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 would you call their offense, Zach? It's like the it's like the triple option. Triple option. Yeah, they do a lot of rushing, running, and they'll even do some sweeps in there. But yeah, definitely heavy, run heavy for sure. Yes. Let me go over all their rushing. They had let's see, eight different players on this list. Uh, one guy had 38 yards. Another guy had 32 yards. Another guy had 30 yards. 23 yards. So this is their this is their offense. Yeah, and they have several eight carries, 16 carries, eight carries, 10 carries, three carries, and then they had a couple guys that had like one carry. Hmm, yeah, pretty efficient. Um, yeah, that's the what that's an impressive defensive performance. <laughs> I think we're getting a little more overhype. I did take the Navy plus 21 and a half, and it obviously <laughs> did not. I actually, it was a terrible performance, truly, yes, by Navy. I mean, for sure. I was really hoping because sometimes you hype these games up and I feel like they got to be close. You just have that feeling. And for some reason, I thought this was going to be like at least a, a two touchdown or something game, but it was not. No. So, so here, here, here's the deal. Notre Dame still. And this is what I said last time. I don't know why this has become a Notre Dame hate podcast. I'm sorry, but it's where I'm at right now because I feel like a lot of the people in the, in the media are, are going the opposite direction. Where we always go. Isn't this where we always end up? Hmm, is Notre Dame actually good? Isn't this where we always go? And then, hmm, no, they're not. They're cowards and they're frauds. So, listen, they play they Ohio State September 23rd mm-hmm. already. And I mean, I think that game is, in my, I don't, it's not going to be interesting, but here we are. Um, then they also play USC. A couple of weeks later, and then they play Clemson a couple of weeks later. I say again, if they make the playoff, it's because they deserved it. Because that, I mean, the rest of their schedule is kind of garbage. But then those three games are like, well, these are potential playoff teams you're playing. Ohio State, uh, I mean, it's a schedule similar to kind of what um, an SEC team is playing this year, where you're playing a couple of really, really good teams. And then eh, some bottom of the barrel SEC kind of count. One real quick thing. Let's flash back to 2022. Do we remember how much hype was going into that season with Notre Dame? We were doing this exact same Every charade. Year. So what happened was is that Notre Dame was 18 seed going into it, lost to Ohio State 21 to 10. Then do we remember what happened after that, anybody? Pick, like, go back. They lost to Marshall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Marshall, 26 to 21. Then they bounce back, California. You, I'm not going to go through all of it, but we always start out with this and then look at it. It's going to be the same thing, right, Zach? Stick, stay firm in your... Day. I mean, I'm sticking to it. I, there's no way. It's There's no way they they make a deal. I mean, if they go 10-2, and that would be a great season, but it's not a playoff season. Not without a conference championship and just doing all the mess that they do as Notre Dame. I... Uh... Uh, yeah, Zach alluded to it. I'm I might be I might be running from these things that uh, I was I was saying about Notre Dame. 
Um, I'll dive more into it once we get to the college segment of our season mm. preview because um, I don't know. I'll leave you with a teaser. Sam Hartman, and I got some I got some info and some stats on him, and uh, I don't know if I'd be doubling and tripling down on minus eight hundred right now. I could triple down right now. Oh no, I will. I'm, I would think about it strongly. One hundred dollars. Show me the bed slips. <laughs> I want to see them. <laughs> That's this is the most ridiculous bet slip. <laughs> you bet minus eight hundred as a solo play. <laughs> you have to be a millionaire doing stuff like that. What can I say? Uh, I I stick to my beliefs, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Before we break down the the college, we do have a ton of NFL. Not. This weekend, but next weekend, we will have uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Detroit Lions kicking off on Thursday. Super yes, pumped about that. And then we're on to football, NFL football. So uh, we do have some division winners that we're gonna we're gonna break down here. How are we feeling, Tens? Yeah, I'm a. I do lean more towards I'm an like I'm a bigger NFL fan than I am college. I like I like college. It's fun. They're definitely like. Super interesting, fun storylines, but I've just always been more of a diehard NFL guy. I don't know why I'm that way, but um, I mean, I'm going, I'm going to the season opener in Indy for the Jags, so I'm very, very excited for the season to get here, and I get, I've got a couple games I'm going to, so I'm definitely pumped and ready for NFL to be kicking off. We've been to that stadium. It's pretty cool, ain't it? Yeah, we the the three of us have done like a little bit of a stadium tour. We're we're trying to knock off some stadiums, and and me and Mason went to Indy uh, when the Jags went up there. Trevor's rookie year, and it was not fun because Urban Meyer was there, and I hate that guy. Um, <laughs> Good guy, but it's it's a really nice stadium. It's not too far from us. It's like four and a half hours, um, so it's really not too bad of a drive. I think I'll definitely be adding it to my yearly trip now that the Jags are good. I never really cared about going in the past because we were terrible. But it's definitely not too bad of a drive. We, we sat around some pretty pretty fun Colts fans. They were they gave us a good time, at least, you know. The game wasn't great, but uh <laughs> they were fun. They're giving us a hard time, but it wasn't like disrespectful or cross. No, I can we just goofing off. Yeah, I like I like to have fun. I like to talk a little trash and stuff, but I'm not I'm not trying to get into a fist fight at a NFL game. Uh, so when those type of things start coming around, I'm like, all right, let's chill out here, everybody. Let's uh, let's keep it at a playful banter. Well, so, so yeah. since yeah, so since I, um, I'm definitely more on the college side of the world. I definitely enjoy NFL football, and I watch it much more casually than the other um, the other two guys here. So I'm going to kind of facilitate. They're going to give me some conference um, and division winners as we go. They're going to predict some of our playoff scenarios and uh, get us to a Super Bowl champion between the two of them. Uh, and I think it'd be fun to track it throughout the year to see once we once we end up at the end to see uh, who did better. So we will definitely refer back to this. So this is uh, we're locking in some picks here uh, day yep. one. Uh, all right, we feel good. We feel ready to roll. I feel I'm I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready. Right. Let's do it. This is these are official locking it in season predictions. Um, we're going to start in the AFC. And we have the AFC North. The AFC North. Tens, where are you going with this one? 
All right, so this is probably the toughest division for me as far as which one I, I thought is going to win it. It's loaded. All four teams are, are very good teams. I mean, Ravens, I think the Browns are going to have a very good bounce back season. Deshaun Watson's back from all his stuff. And if we're talking just strictly football, he's he's a good player. So and they've got a good defense and some weapons around him. But I went and I, it felt like I flipped a coin between the Bengals and the Steelers. I really like what the Steelers have done. They've had two really good draft classes back-to-back. They've put some weapons around Kenny Pickett, and he's he's a good young quarterback. They didn't change their offensive coordinator. was the only reason I did not pick them. I mean, they've got a loaded defense, and I think they're definitely going to be one of the teams that compete for one of those last wild-card spots. But I went with the Bengals, better quarterback, better coaching situation. Until the Steelers make a change on the offensive coordinator side, because that that guy, Greg Canada, not Greg Canada, uh, Matt Canada, <laughs> his name is Matt Canada. I don't know where I got Greg Canada from. Uh, Matt Canada is their offensive coordinator, and he's just not very good. He calls a very cookie-cutter, basic offense. So I'm going to roll with the Bengals. You know, I saw an interesting stat this week that um, Joe Burrow from the Bengals is set to make less money in his current contract this year than a couple of the high, the big name uh, college quarterbacks with NIL deals, including um, Nico coming in from uh-huh. Tennessee and one Arch Manning from Texas. Freshman wow. getting paid to sit on the bench two or three times as much almost as Joe Burrow's kind of base salary. Now, we don't know if Burrow's making. Additional money, I'm sure that he is. Okay, I'm sure it's, that's kind of an overrated stat, but it's it's a fun tweet. It's fun to uh, pop off about, but it is it, his signing bonus, which goes into effect every year if his like rookie contract is huge. So that's where most of his money comes from. Well, but it is fun. it's it's a good you know it gets the eyeballs get you, get you clicks on Twitter. That's true. It did. It's a more. It's yeah. It's just kind of a crazy scenario. But Joe Burrow. Great quarterback, huh? Uh, Mason, do you agree? Do you feel good about the Bengals? So we went ahead and put all these out, and there are some that me and uh, Tens agree with, and there are some that we do not. This is one that we agree with. First of all, is it Bengals or Bengals? I'm more Second, of a Bengals guy. Just bingo, bingo, bongo. Correct. I so Bengals. the Bengals have won both – uh, won the division uh, the last two seasons. Joe Burrow uh, should be set to play week one with his uh, scare with the calf injury. He had 35 touchdowns last season, and I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for his rushing ability. He had five rushing touchdowns last year. What have we talked about the last couple of years? Oh, he's always got banged up. He's always getting hit. He's always getting sacked. They did add O-line Orlando Brown from Kansas City. That was a good pickup for them. When I was looking, they didn't really lose like anybody because you always look. It's like, oh, I can always point out who they want, like who they ended up adding, but then they ended up also losing a lot of like insanely good players, and so it was evens out, or they ended up not doing so well in the offseason. This, they, I was looking, and they didn't really lose like anybody that was detrimental to the team. Uh, the one thing that I'm worried about, he was talking about the Steelers, uh, a lot of hype around this Ravens team. I just I don't see enough from Lamar Jackson to show nope. that he's healthy or could stay healthy. He's missed 11 games over the last two seasons, one of those being a playoff game. 
So, but it's very, I feel like this is a close, like this was the hardest one to, to break. I'm not a Browns fan. I really just don't. I think Watson, we'll see what happens. I'm not a fan of the person or the player. We'll just see what happens, but I'm yeah. not a fan of that team altogether. But besides that, I feel like it's a really close. This could be like one of the closest ones. I could see like two or three teams getting into the playoffs. We'll see what happens, but very close. But giving it to the Bengals. All right, so we're both with the Bengals there. Uh, let's move on to the AFC East. The AFC East. Some interesting picks here. All right, so <clears throat> I had a lot to say about this guy. A lot, a lot, a lot. I trashed him. I dragged him through the mud a little bit. And that would be Josh Allen, yes. quarterback for the Bills. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this one. While I still stand on that. I do they are the best team in that division? Uh, I'm very down on the Jets. The Jets have a just a top tier bad offensive line, and what do they have? They have a 30, oh, 40. He's like forty now, right? Forty year old quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, and the answer is, well, he's he's better than Zach Wilson last year. Yeah, he might be, but he's not athletic like Zach Wilson. He's going to get hit a lot, and you're. You're playing against a lot. That AFC East, East is full of really good pass rushers. Um, so I'm down on the Jets. Uh, I do like the Dolphins. I think if they stay healthy, they definitely have a chance to give the Bills everything that they want as far as like an opponent. opponent. And then the Patriots, who cares? They're terrible. It's falling apart for old Billy Boy. Um, so I'm going to go with the Bills. It's, it's just chalk. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, really. You call yourself an analyst, Tins. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I uh, I do have some chalk picks, but this one is not for me. I really do think that the Dolphins... Now, we talked about injury with Lamar Jackson and all that, and Tua has not stayed healthy. However, if he can, they added Jalen Ramsey. He got hurt offseason. He'll be back yeah. towards the end of the season. Uh, but I really do feel like when you talk about weapons that have complete speed they have that just you know can score from anywhere yes really can you're talking about waddle and hill and then they also drafted devon arcane arcane Arcane. Arcane. Uh, words with mason um and that guy had some flashes during the preseason yeah i mean he looked fast so we'll see what happens they have they talked about raheem moster and some of the other like running backs possibly it's gonna be a committee that's what they do yeah but i'm just gonna i'm gonna take a, a dart throw here on the bills because their defense is insane by the way uh besides the jalen ramsey they 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 have a good defense so yeah i'm, for I'm sure. going in on the bill or i'm going in on the dolphins i'm a, yeah, this one. The only the only thing stopping me from Dolphins was health. They've they've got some offensive line health yeah. issues. Tua's got a history with concussions, and then Jalen Ramsey being out till December really kind of made me shy away from it and went chalk. But it would surprise me if the Dolphins win it. All right, we have a little bit of disagreement there, but let's go to um, the division that is most near and dear to our hearts: uh, the AFC South. Oh. Where a lot of our allegiance lies, uh, Tens. What do you got? Um, I don't know. I it, mm. I stayed up all night for weeks now, doing a lot of research, trying to figure out. Yeah, who could win the South? 
You're going New, with the Texans, right? No, the Colts. <laughs> They're great. No, uh, it's the Jags. It was always the Jags. It's the Jags. I mean, if the hat doesn't give it away, if the shirt doesn't give it away, if it if if you don't hack into my DraftKings account and see all the Trevor Lawrence 26 and a half touchdown passes doesn't give it away. I don't know what else to tell you. Your Twitter account. Yeah. I just wish, I just wish I could have got it at plus 2,500 like I did this time last year. Um, that'd be nice, but we're sitting at a nice minus 165, but whatever. Dang. So you could like sell your car, right? And you and Morgan could just, you know, carpool sure. together. Cash out my uh, both our four hundred one ks. Yeah, I mean, just just do it. Just do Why the not? thing. You're all in on fantasy. You're all in on your bets. You're all in <laughs> on this podcast. Just you know, what's one car? It's not going to hurt. <laughs> so everybody, calm down. By the way, did you have anything else to add, Tins? No, I think I, I've said enough. Okay, everybody, keep it calm. Just listen to me. I am a Titans fan through and through. Did I? Partially throw up when they drafted Will Levis. I've not get, I've not been uh, trashing him during this podcast, but a lot of people that know me uh, during that draft, it was tough. I was However, sitting with him. It was yes, tough. He was he was, was having a freak out. <laughs> I was. So here's the thing. I still think that the Titans can and will get into the playoffs. I'm rooting for my team. But when you add Calvin Ridley, which had off – which was one of the top five wide receivers already before his suspension. And then he got rest, did not get beat up, and he was doing conditioning. And you've seen what he can do during practice. And they already had good wide receivers. Nothing was broken. It's like, don't if it's not broken, don't fix it. No, they went ahead. It wasn't broken, and they still just improved it. They had uh, – with Christian we had Kirk, a nice house. Was, we had a nice house. We had a pool. We had a great back porch with a grill. And then you know what we decided to add? A Lamborghini, just for fun, because that's what <laughs> Calvin Ridley is. He's just a luxury toy that we didn't need, but it's going to be really fun. And you're correct. And then plus, Trevor Lawrence's stats at the end of the season last year was ridiculous. It Talk was to him, Mason. Yeah. So I'm just. Let's just go ahead and give them the division winner, and then the Titans can still make it in the playoffs. Okay, everybody calm down. Get out of my Nobody calm down. Get in his mentions. Hop in the mentions. It'll be fine. So that's what I'm going with. All right. (laughs) Great. Uh, I think we'll hear more about that one as the season goes on. We'll probably not be able to stop talking about the Jags, if I had to guess. Uh, So we'll see what happens. Uh, Okay, moving on, moving on. Um, Here is a very interesting one. Uh, The AFC West. AFC West. Uh, Tins? Uh, It's not interesting to me because there's there's this guy. His name's Tom Brady. And what did he do every year for like 15 years? He won his division. You just go and you would have placed the bet. It never mattered. All the other teams got better. They got new quarterbacks, new coaches doesn't matter well we've got a guy on a trajectory like tom brady who is dominating the nfl that's patrick mahomes and when patrick mahomes has his top target in travis kelsey returning uh his head coach is still there drawing up plays i just 
I, I'm not a Chargers guy. I'm very down on them. I think Russell Wilson's washed. And the Raiders could be picking in the top five again this year. So it's it's the Chiefs for me. You know who is a Chargers on, on the Chargers this, uh, this season here? And you can oh, all no. think our next guy up, Josh, for this because the last time he the last time he was on here, he gave me a little bit of information that I did not know about Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator. Oh, and you're how gonna well wish you didn't Cowboys. know about it. Well, we're gonna see. I'm riding with Josh. Josh, you know, let's just go into this. Either it crashes and burns, or we just ride off in the sunset, and this is going to be it. This is my team that I really feel good about. They have Mike Williams, Keenan Allen still, and oh, by the way, they added Quentin Johnson, which in my opinion was the best wide receiver from that draft. Uh, oh, no, it, yeah, his face just lit up. <laughs> oh, no. Everybody calm down. Okay? Mason, is it just because he's huge? Is it just because he's a Mike Williams clone? Okay, so you have Justin Herbert, which they all they do is pass and when they get inside the red zone. And you have all, two huge – well, go ahead. I was just saying, Justin Herbert is just turbo version Phillip Rivers. He's turbo Rivers. He's – He's going to throw the most passing yards by any quarterback this season. You heard it here first. Because you know what? We need to give that one out on Twitter. That's gotta be plus three thousand. I didn't want to make I didn't want to make it official, but I so Josh had the over on the touchdowns that uh twenty six and a half, I believe. I think Mm -hmm. that's gonna hit. I think the yards are gonna hit. Give me the most I Patrick Mahomes is a leader. Give me the most um Throwing wow. yards for a quarterback. Wow. But, yeah, let's do it. Uh, also, by the way, I listed off those three that that dream team of wide receivers there. Uh, don't let's not forget dream we have Austin. Team. Let's not forget we have Austin Eckler, one of the most efficient passing and running running backs that did not hold out, did not make a whole scene, did not sit out. He has been working in and he's ready to go. Condition. So let's let's give me the Chargers to win. The Chiefs are still going to get in. It's just like what I had said about the Titans. Chiefs are still going to get in to the playoffs, but the Chargers win the division. Yeah. Put it in the books, Zach. Put it in I'm the sure, books. Wow. I'm sure 30-plus-year-old Keenan Allen, who's he's played every game every season the last few years, right? No, no history with injuries. Mike Williams, with his multiple back injuries the last few years, he'll play every game this year, right? Quentin Johnson, Johnson Johnson already dealing with a hamstring injury this training camp. He's definitely going to play every game. The Chargers have no history of injuries. It'll be fine. Everybody has a hamstring injury. It's fine. Everybody. Zach gets one every day walking up the stairs. Thank you, man. That's not not fair. Zach's not flexible. That's not not a fair shot. I was born with no hamstrings. Uh, okay, we're going to make a transition here. Uh, we are going to the NFC. Uh, we are going to the NFC North. Uh, I'll give you a, a spoiler alert. Uh, these They did not pick the same team, so here we are. Uh, Tense? All right. No, we did not. And that's because just because Aaron Rodgers left, I don't think this team's going to fall off the cliff, cliff of the earth. I'm going go, Pack, go. I think Jordan Love has everything – 
every tool and all the ability to be a solid NFL starting quarterback. And he's got a great supporting cast around him. Um, good head coach who's going to actually implement his full system into the offense now because Aaron Rodgers couldn't do some of the things Jordan Love can probably do. And so, yeah, uh, I like the Vikings, but the one thing that kind of kept me from picking them is their defense is atrocious. And they were, I believe, 8-1 and one in one-score games last year, and you just have to believe that that's going to balance out a little bit. You can't expect a team to win eight out of nine one-score games again in the NFL. And for the most part, the NFL is a very close, tight scoring game. So I'm just going to believe in some regression right there. That just means that they know how to finish games and be clutch tens. Right, if you can't right, tell right, which right. team I'm on. Well, we need the Vikings. Pick- I like the Vikings. I'm I, I don't I'm not going to be I'm not a hater. They were it was close, but I I, I do believe that the Packers are going to take it. But like, once again, it won't surprise me if the Vikings get it. Those are those would be the two. Did I pick the Vikings because of the Netflix show The Quarterback and how he's just, you know, your typical guy. He relates to you and I. The He's the next there. guy up. We need to have he him on is, the pod. He'd probably come on. He probably would. I wouldn't. And he would reach he out. Just be, yeah, he just he probably wear his like dad sweater and he have my his guy kids Kirk. Yeah, he fit right yeah, in. He would. So listen, let's talk about it. First of all, if you haven't seen it, there's a commercial that the NFL did about the script for the season and Kirk because during the plane he had a bunch of chains on with his shirt off. That was the that was the highlight of the the commercial. That was there, funny. But, uh, listen, the the Detroit Lions, which neither of us picked, I've already touched on it the first episode. They're the most hyped up. Everybody loves them. They all want to root for them. I get it. It's been 30 years since they won a division. So they're out for me. I've not seen anything from Jordan Love, so I'm not going to pick them. The Bears, everybody is hyping up Justin Fields. Let's just see what happens. It's not just quarterbacks. Okay, I've been throwing out just uh, I'm showing the quarterbacks here, but overall team, did we did we remember that the Bears had the worst record last season? So I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Yes, we we he just touched on it, the one score games. I just, in my opinion, I feel like that just shows that they know they have a good kicker because they did win a lot of games by field goals, and that they also had the biggest comeback in NFL history last season. Wow. Against Wild the Colts. Stuff. Wild stuff. Thank you, Zach. So give me the Vikings. I, think I like Zach's it, Mason. Vikings fan. I'm Zach's a big a Vikings fan. guy right now, you know? Um, I'll always be a Titans fan, but I will root for Kirk Cousins now. My guy. Uh, so I guess we need to get you a Kirk Cousins jersey is what you're telling no. me. No. All right, moving on. <laughs> we are going to the NFC East. NFC East. We Ooh. also have a disagreement here. Tins, what do you got? All right. This is my wild card, my long shot. Here's the thing about the NFL. There's always at least one team that goes from worst to first. Mm-hmm. Worst to first. We're going, we're going, we're going commando out here in the streets. <laughs> Doesn't that mean not wearing underwear? <laughs> yes, sir, it does. Uh, right. Washington Commanders to win the NFC East. Is that crazy? Yeah, uh, it, it sure it sure is. But they got Chase Young coming back, uh, Eric Bieniemy trying to show that he wasn't just a puppet for Andy Reid. 
Sam Howe trying to show that he deserved to be a first-round draft pick. He fell in the draft because he came back his, his senior year and didn't perform well. I I love this team. They got weapons everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. I yep. like I there's there's one team every year that goes from worst to first, and I'm gonna jump on the Commanders. Hmm. Interesting, Mason. So I did kind of lean towards that. I just I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be too much for the Commanders, in my opinion. That. They have – who else are they going up against in their division? Oh, I don't know. Just the uh, team that made it to the Super Bowl, the Philadelphia Eagles. Am I picking them? I don't know. Am I picking the Cowboys? Nah, not the Cowboys. It's the Eagles. And and, we, mm. and everybody's like, how about the Giants? I just feel like they're literally like a 8-8 eight and eight or – whatever. Like a – I guess there's 17 games now. So, like an 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight type of – team so they're the middle of the pack hmm. but i'm gonna go with the eagles defending champs or defending super bowl i just bowl. yeah eagles are great they're loaded they they essentially are georgia 2.0 on defense that's all they've been drafting uh i just not a bad strategy to be it's fair. not it's definitely not um they give me dream team vibes hmm. the eagles from a few years ago where it kind of all just blew up in their face I don't know. There's just something about that team that just says Super Bowl hangover is going to be real for him and that some things – I mean, he lost his his offensive and defensive coordinator, lost a lot of position coaches. That's a lot of change in one offseason. Uh, Jalen Hurts is great. I think he's a great quarterback. But I just – I don't know. I think it's going to be a tight race between those three. I think the Giants are way overrated. Like they, they were – I don't know. They were a magical team last year. I don't think they repeat that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a surprise the Eagles do it, but I don't know. They just get there's a weird vibe there with me. Hmm. Weird vibe. Weird vibes. Well, I have Jalen Hurts in my fantasy team, so I'm all in on the Eagles as well. Thank you, Zach. Uh, need it. Need it to happen. All right, we are trudging through here. We have two left. We are in the NFC South. NFC South. What do we think? Um, I kept this one pretty simple. Who has the best starting quarterback out of this group, out of these four teams? And that's the Saints. Uh, I don't think any four of these teams are very good. None of them uh, are anything that I'm like dying to see. I mean, I've got the win total under moved on the Bucks, so that tells you where I think they're going to be. Um, so I went Saints here. I also went Saints. I feel like not just quarterback, but also running back. Uh, you have probably the best out of that. Yeah. Possibly out of that division. Just an all-together offense. It's yeah, I think be bad. Yeah. It's going to be a – it's a bad division. I it's think a bad division. Just, <laughs> I think they're just barely scraping by with that. But – Yeah, Desmond Ritter I don't think is going to be it for the Falcons. Bryce Young's rookie starting quarterback and then – Baker Mayfield's just a bridge guy at this point. So, I mean, you got two teams that are going to be getting new quarterbacks after the year. It's just not a good situation down there in the NFC South. Oh, darn, we get to play them this year. What a shame. Wow, the Jags are just going all the way, huh? Well, no, well, not – not you. the Titans get to play them too. I said we as in like our division. Mm-hmm. I was including you guys. Hmm. Okay. You, Titans uh, fans are quick one. to get offended. 
Last one, last one. Save it for Twitter, Tins. We don't we don't need it here. Okay. Uh NFC West. NFC West. Tins. Um, yeah. This I, this one wasn't hard for me either. I, I don't believe in the Geno Smith hype. The last six weeks of this season, he kind of fell back to who he was as a quarterback. I think it was a mistake for the Saints to overpay him when they had a top five pick and could have drafted their quarterback of the future. Um, I mean, they've got nice weapons. They've got some good young pieces, but I don't believe in Geno Smith. So, and the Rams are falling apart because they can't keep their team together. And then the the Cardinals are actively tanking. I've never seen anything like it before. I mean, they're literally, they cut their starting quarterback. Uh, They're, they're holding Kyler out longer than they actually have to, because he's been practicing. He could come back and play starting Josh Dobbs. And so I'm rolling with the 49ers. I mean, this team is head and shoulders better than everyone else in that division. You know, I think the, uh, the just blatant, uh, kind of like quitting on the season is pretty it's a pretty noble thing you know sometimes it's like you know we you got to know when to hold them know when to fold them kind of situation and it's like you know we're we're done we're just gonna give up we'll see you next year we're we're gonna get a high draft pick you know it would be nice if everybody felt that way when the jags were doing that but you know they were cowards for trevor yeah that's what everybody else said but whatever not the time or place all right, Mason. All right, Mason. What do you got? Last one. Plus, plus 200, by the way, for them, uh, like somewhere in that ballpark. It moved a lot after they cut their uh, cut Colt McCoy. But for the Cardinals to have the worst record, it was like plus 200. So I think that's easy. I don't want to see who else is going to, you know, they're going to not like try at all. They're actively tanking. Josh Dobbs just thrown in there, poor guy. But anyways, uh, I'm just going to make this quick. We've already talked about it last episode. You put any quarterback in that 49ers offense with uh, McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and all those uh, weapons, and that defense is really good. As long as they can figure out the whole Bosa situation, they'll be fine. But 49ers, taking them. All right, so we agree there. Uh, We are – now we are going to quickly do – um, some conference uh, winners, and so we're going to predict our Super Bowl matchup and the Super Bowl winner. Uh, so let's do Mason first this time because Tim's been going first. Um, yep. Tim's or, or Mason, why don't you just give us NFC winner, AFC winner, and then who is your Super Bowl champion? Let's just do that. So I feel like you could kind of tell with my uh, how I was talking up two teams. I'm all in on the Chargers, and I'm all in. I just the Viking. We talked about this before. The NFC has the easiest path, in my opinion, to get there. So if one can just be far better, like I feel like the AFC is going to be almost like a dart throw because they're all so good. You can have upsets and it could just be so close. But when it comes to the NFC, like I just, I don't know, someone can just cakewalk all the way through that. And they end up getting like the Giants. Yep. And then they they just get some easy the the Cowboys and Dak throws three interceptions or something. Like I just <laughs> I'm going and then I really do I feel like I'm just rooting for Kirk, but I'm gonna go with the Vikings to win it all. Maybe the Chargers. Hold on. What did I say? I'm gonna say the you said Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers to win it all. I had the Vikings win the NFC, the Chargers to win the AFC, and then the Chargers to win it all. And and you feel good, like you you've kind of already hyped up what you thought about the Chargers as far as yeah yeah. 
Yeah, right. I feel good. We'll, we'll be fine. I got you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and dump dive into my conference winners and Super Bowl winner, and it's pretty simple. I, I agree with Mason. I think the NFC is a lot more chalk. I think whoever ends up with home field advantage for playoffs is going to be the one who wins the NFC because it is just a little bit easier on that side. There's not as many quarterbacks. So I went with the 49ers. I think they have the best defense in the league, and Brock Purdy is perfect for that that offense, and you've got weapons everywhere on offense. So I went 49ers, and they're going to be playing. The AFC is a battlefield full of nothing but quarterbacks, amazing quarterbacks almost – everywhere in the AFC, but I've got the best and the youngest one of the bunch. 23 years old, long blonde hair, William Trevor Lawrence to lead the Jacksonville Jaguars to Super Bowl to cash my ticket and to cash Mason's ticket for first time team winning the Super Bowl. So congrats, Mason. Uh, Thanks for letting us win the division and hyping us up and uh, I'll cash that ticket for you. I'll drive it to the sports book myself. You should have saw Zach's face just then. Zach, how you feel? I feel something about that. Is he actually <laughs> the youngest? Is he really the youngest quarterback that's going to be starting in the AFC? No, I don't know. But oh, he, that's what no, was like. Is he really the youngest? I don't of, know all, of all like the hyped up ones, Patrick, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar. Like Is he that than Josh Burrow? Josh Burrow? Who's that guy? <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> yes. Yes, he's he's younger. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, fine. Trevor turns 24 this year. I think Joe Burrow's like 27. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Not even hit his NFL prime yet. Interesting. Yeah, he's still young. And, huh? All right. So mm-hmm. we got Jags on one side. Um, bold prediction. Both with AFC teams. Chargers on Mason's side. Very interesting stuff there. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on the Super Bowl or NFL predictions? Any other hot takes? Do we think anything else we can look forward to for the season coming up? Uh, not really. I th- I'm just ready for it to start. There's, there's, I think we've we've talked enough about all the future possibilities, like all the news and and yeah. storylines. Let's just ready. Let Let's see what happens. Ready to cook. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get cooking. I'm ready to hear y'all break down college football. I'm ready to cook on college football. All right, so college, um, we, we're going to head into it. Uh, we're going to give you some playoff predictions, uh, national championship predictions. Uh, we may talk a little bit about some of our, uh, our conferences, especially some of the big uh, battles that's going to be going on. Um, so where do we want to start? Uh, do we want to start with – do we want to just give our, our playoff uh, predictions? You want to give our four? Our four? Big four? Let's give the big four. So there's only going to be a couple of years left of this four-team four playoff situation, right? Um, I, yeah, think thank, been, I think we will goodness. be – Yeah, well, I, I'm reminded of the BCS situation, and, you know, you have to think you're – count yourself lucky to have four chances instead of just two. Um, where one lost team is – and with a good schedule, is very, very likely to, to jump into a spot. So – it does give you a little bit more leniency. 12-team playoffs is going to be unhinged because you're going to have some two, maybe even three lost teams popping up, and it's going to be like yeah. – I mean, it's going to be – I think the difference fun. between college and NFL all along is like that every game in college feels like life or death because if you lose, it's like your season is on the line every game. 
where NFL is a long season, you know, there's more games, everyone's losing a couple. And so it does feel a good bit different. And I wonder how much it's going to balance that out once the 12 team playoff comes back in. But uh, we have some predictions. We have some overlap. We have some differences. Um, and so, well, let's do this first. Mason, why don't, why don't you give us your, uh, your predictions here? I think everybody's going to love mine. Let's start off both. strong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's start off strong. So the four that I have, I am SEC heavy. We'll see what happens here. I don't even know if this is possible. <laughs> but Anything is possible. I'm going to go Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and Alabama. Wow. <laughs> you heard it <laughs> since last night. Well, a lot of that has to do with you over there. You just crashed on my Clemson pick, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to be ride or die, melt until I die like you are, Zach. You want to talk about that text you had uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago real quick? Um, so here's the thing. Well, yeah, since you brought up Tennessee, here, here we are. Um, Joe Milton, Bazooka Joe Milton, uh, he's ready. He's had a rough, a rough past, um, I think we can say. Uh, he is. He's had some tough times at Michigan. He had some tough times at UT in his first year. He kind of got booted off the field. Um, I've heard him. He will never say he got benched. He will. He will claim until he's he's dead that he was injured and that's why he didn't play. Um, but he got passed up after some pretty rocky performances. Uh, and I have have resolved within myself to be all in on Joe Milton. Um, I am not going to be the Vol fan who, after a couple bad throws, says, you know what, throw in the towel on Joe. Bring in Nico. We need a fresh start. We need a new face in here. I'm all in on Joe. I think he's got a chance to have a special season. I mean, I don't know he's going to do what Hand and Hooker did last year. I'm not expecting him to. Um, I've heard he slimmed down a good bit. He's, his feet have kind of opened up some. I'm excited to see where he goes, and I'm going to be all in on Joe. So I've, I've told uh, some of our like text group that we have to keep me accountable. I'm not allowed to trash on Joe Milton. I'm not allowed to to ask that he is benched. Um, I I have to stick with him to the end. So here I am. This the season is in Joe Milton's hands. According to Mason, he's taking us to the promised land. So here we are. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens there. But that's where I'm at. <clears throat> and I'm, I think this is interesting. So what Mason brought up a second ago. Sorry, Mason. Go ahead. You got it. The three SEC team thing um, that you got going on here. Uh, Tennessee, Alabama, and Georgia. I've actually heard people talk about a similar scenario, but with um, the Big Ten this year. Yeah. With Ohio State, Penn State, uh, Michigan. Because they they all play each other. Round robin each other, yeah. So if they all just beat each other, all of a sudden all three of them have one loss rolling into the playoffs and can be like, oh, we all deserve to be in. We just beat each other. We cannibalize each other. Uh, that's a popular thing, but it could also happen in the SEC. No one says that, you know. Yeah. Like um, Alabama beats Tennessee, Tennessee beats Georgia, Georgia beats Alabama in the championship game, SEC championship. All of a sudden, you have three one-loss teams. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You send them all to the playoffs. No, not Tennessee. Sorry, not Tennessee beats Georgia. That would be mixed up, but it's a fine. Georgia beats Tennessee, but then Tennessee beats Alabama. Alabama beats Georgia. 
and then right. here we are. Right. You, there we go. You carry the one. You, you carry, carry the one, one and divide to it. Yeah. Three one-loss teams. What do you do? I mean, unless you've got a bunch of undefeated teams running around the rest of the nation, which maybe. Uh, it's an interesting conversation. So True. I'm not going to pick that to happen, but it could happen. <laughs> Mason, uh, you have anything else to say about your playoff? Sorry, I kind of stomped all over your uh, your playoff. No, nah, you're good. I pr- I appreciate you just jumping right in and you know adding adding some content here because you guys do the research, you break it down. I'm just here sitting and watching and enjoying and betting, yeah, yeah. winning, losing money. So when it comes to it, I could not give as much of the knowledge to break down. So I'm just going with my home team. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of listeners will appreciate that. So Joe Milton and Josh Heupel and that whole, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Let's go, baby. Zach's got the balls, baby. We're here. We're ready. Big game. So you guys, you guys break it down and give me the knowledge I need. That's what mm-hmm. I need in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Tins, you want to go next? What do you got? Yeah, I, wait, 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 right. Mason. Who is your Who is your national championship? Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Okay. Right. Oh boy, that all checks right. out. <laughs> checks out for sure. All right. Now Mason's giving me way too much credit. I'm not like we said earlier. I'm not a college buff. That That'd be Zach. Zach knows college football the ins and outs. Mm, I don't know about that, but. I'm getting there, and here's the thing. Sam Hartman, we talked about earlier, for Notre Dame. Oh, no. Uh, This guy has the all-time record for ACC passing yards and touchdowns. Hmm. I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but the ACC might be a quarterback factory. Guys like Deshaun Watson, uh, Sam Howell, um, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Wow, I'm um, yeah, a lot of lot of good Jameis Winston, you know, yeah, lots of good. Yeah. Good so guy. anyway, listen, Notre Dame. I I agree. They need to join a conference. I think that it's bull that they are not in a conference. Are they going to get killed by Ohio State? Yeah, I do think they are. I don't believe in USC. Their defense is atrociously bad. The fact that they gave up that many points to San Jose State the other night. Sam Howe is the best quarterback that Notre Dame has had since Brady Quinn, Jimmy Clausen, and he might be better than those guys. Like Sam Howe is going to be an NFL Hartman. player. Hartman. Yeah, Sam, sorry, I'm sorry. Sam <laughs> Sam Hartman, sorry. He's got um, Howe on the mind. I do. I've got a lot of Sams in my brain. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm backing off of – I was hyping Zach up the other day when we were talking about Notre Dame not making the playoffs. Uh, I'm off that train. And so my big four is Georgia, Ohio State, Florida State, Notre Dame. I love what Florida State has on offense. They have a Heisman candidate quarterback. They've got some some great receivers. Listen, everybody has a Heisman candidate quarterback. We're just You're throwing right. out Heisman candidates all over the place. Everyone's a Heisman candidate in the streets. Joe Melton, baby. Week one, everybody's a Heisman candidate. Florida State has the guy who's probably going to be the first defensive player drafted this year. Uh, his last name's Verse, defensive end. I mean, he's a freak. Uh, they play in a weak ACC, so that's why I went with Florida State there. I think they probably – I still think they lose the LSU – on Sunday night or Monday night, but uh, I think Florida State runs the ACC. 
And hasn't Clemson believe, won like ten years in a row? I believe so, or something like that. So it's like an outrageous it's, number in a row. It's pretty bad. So I think this is the year Florida State bucks that and gets into the college playoff. I just think Notre Dame is going to get in there with with one loss. I think they beat Clemson, and I think they they definitely beat USC. That's that's make sure you're listening to this podcast and you're ready to hammer that bet. Cause once they play each other, I'm smashing Notre Dame. Wow. They have a decent enough defense. And when it comes to playing USC, you get one or two stops. Uh, you're going to win because, because they're not stopping anybody, dude. That's their defense is bad. It is bad. They let up 28 points to San Jose state. Everybody. I think Tennessee tech here in Cookville could hit, do better than that. Um, and then my national champion, I'm going to go with Ohio State. Mm. Yeah, I didn't like it either. It made it made me stick to my stomach, but I think they have the best offense in the country. They've got two guys that are probably going to get drafted in the top 10 at receiver this year. Um, it's just it's rinse and repeat. They they do nothing but have high caliber quarterbacks and receivers and I think this is the year they can finally get a good path and get in there. Because I think Georgia's defense is just a little bit down, and I'm not I'm not fully trusting that court that quarterback that they have. They, they had a good thing going with with old Bennett just because he was there for 20 years. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, you know I don't. So let's just talk about mine, and we can talk about some of our differences. Um, so I my um. My playoff predictions. I actually do have USC in my playoff predictions um, for a couple of reasons, and so I have uh, USC, Ohio State, uh, Georgia, and LSU, which is an interesting pick. We can talk about it, but um, USC. I think the Caleb Williams effect over there is going to is going to be the difference maker. Um, I just think he's too he's too good where they're at. I actually have heard some interesting theories. Tinsley kind of cited that uh, game against San Diego State and kind of the lack of defense happening there. I've heard a couple yeah. of interesting theories about that. Uh, I'm sure Tinsley's heard some too. I, I don't know that they were kind of like this team is literally not worth showing our showing our like de- defensive stuff here. Like let's just. Let's just but it beat w- them and then move on to and then save some of our stuff for later in the year. Which, I mean, I can see. I've heard I've heard some rumors of a couple of like UT players, you know, not rushing things, not rushing to get people back and stuff for these first couple of weeks because they're yeah. like their games. I mean, there's there is no reality where USC was going to lose that game, right? Uh, and so you just it's kind of like a scrimmage more than like a, fir- a first week. So I've heard the argument. I don't know if I believe it, but I think just having Caleb Williams, um, who is, I mean, Heisman front runner at this point for sure, yeah. uh, going to be in the NFL and probably a good NFL quarterback next year, uh, I think is enough for me to put them in the playoffs. So, I, I see that. I just I think they're not they're they're very much a flashy team. Lincoln Riley is is been true to this defensive coordinator. He will never fire him. They're they're best friends. He does not coach a good defense. And the thing about the Pac-12 is is they got tough teams over there. They got teams that are just going to say, hey, we'll run it, and Caleb Williams will limit your touches. Oregon State will play ball control against you. Washington can stand toe-for-toe with them on offense. And Utah gives them fits. So I don't don't see them getting through the uh, Pac-12 unscathed. 
Yeah, I mean, and they may, like I said, I, I don't know. Um, I, just, I think more just for Caleb Williams and what he can bring, I, I feel like it's worth putting them up there. So they're, Yeah, they're, I mean, you're talking about uh, the first overall draft pick at quarterback. That's the biggest thing in college football is who has the best quarterback. And he is for sure the best quarterback in the country. So that's – it's definitely worth it to put him in your four. Yeah. They were sure. close last year. They were close last year. Uh, so I've got also got Ohio State. Again, I mean, I think Ohio State, they – I don't believe in that the whole uh, Big Ten thing. I mean, I think it's going to come down to Ohio State, Michigan once again, and I think Ohio State's going to come out top of that one, and so they're going to be thrown in there with the mix. Um, yeah. I think the interesting situation, Georgia, talk, Tins talked about rinse and repeat. I mean, I think that's Georgia this year. I think it is hard to win multiple national championships over and over again, but we saw kind of the formula whenever Alabama did it, and it's just to have like a, a defense that's just going to like beat you down over and over again, and I, I think – that's what Georgia has. Um, I think Carson Beck is going to be good. I, he's not going to be great, but it's kind of like Stetson Bennett. You don't need a great quarterback if you have what they have there and the talent that they have. So um, I just think they're kind of inevitable. I would love to see someone knock Georgia off. I would love <laughs> to see Georgia not make it to the playoffs and get and get yeah. beat up somewhere. I mean, I, I've, in their schedule, which has been widely publicized as being super weak, which it is, I just don't. I don't see it there. I mean, I would love Who? for Tennessee to beat them, but who's their who's their cross conference? Do you know off the top of your head? If not, sorry. Their cross conference. I can look it up really. With fast. the SEC, because I the, I've said it. The SEC East is down. I think Florida is yeah. is in for an all time bad season. For I agree. Them. I I want to believe in Bazooka Milton. I like that nickname for for him. I just I don't know I am not as hyped up Joe. for this this uh, UT yeah. season as I was last year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just a little bit more worried. I do think Georgia is going to run through the East, so we we got to have someone from the West upset Georgia. Well, I they think. play Ole Miss and they play uh, Auburn, and so Great. Auburn <laughs> is very down. I mean, Ole Miss uh, could be that's not going to be interesting. Probably that's no. I mean, their schedule is just like. That's gosh, I didn't need Tennessee Martin is their week one, and they have Ball State, South Carolina, UAB, Auburn, Kentucky, Vandy, Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, and then Tennessee, and then Georgia Tech. Like their schedule is one of the softest sets. I mean, it's truly pretty terrible. So, I mean, in in the grand scheme of things, I think all of them are circling that Tennessee game as maybe a potential like. SEC East kind of showdown if we can yeah if Tennessee gets to the rest of the the schedule um and so that'll be a fun one should be yeah that's gonna be that should be a very big game uh for both teams yeah uh and so I think this LSU Georgia situation uh how I figured here um is I think one of these weird playoff scenarios is going to happen kind of almost that happened last year with Tennessee where LSU is going to drop that game to Bama um in the regular season uh, but then Alabama is going to get beat up by Georgia in the championship game, in the SEC championship, and then LSU is going to sneak in as a one-loss team. Uh, I think that's where we're at. I think that would be a big bummer if you're a Bama fan. Um, but that's where that's where I'm, I'm at. I think um, having some of the uh, the players coming out from LSU last year and how they really ended the season just super strong, uh, I feel yeah. pretty good uh, about where they're at. And I think they're going to be a force. And I am very thankful that they are not on Tennessee schedule this year, because I think it would not go the way that it did last year. 
<laughs> uh, so that's where I'm at. I think I have my national champion uh, pinned down to Georgia. I just, I mean, if we're Three talking feet. about a realistic winner, I can't realistically say that I think that USC is going to beat Georgia. Like, yeah. and from what I've seen, they're just a force, and I, I don't know if they're going to drop off that much from last year. I mean, we're talking about an all-time great team that we saw last year. So that's where I'm at. It would be a bummer, honestly, for me personally. Uh, but <laughs> On a personal I, level. <laughs> I just think it's what's going to happen. So, I mean, if we're, if we're looking at trying to get a realistic prediction here, it's where I'm at. Unfortunately, I mean, you're, you're probably going to be right at the end of this. We'll look back at this uh, graphic here in a few months and be like, uh, yep, there's Georgia, and they did it again. Great. It's good times. All right. Any other thoughts on the college football season? We are excited. We're we are yeah. hours away from yeah. from college football kickoff. Yeah, I Pumped. mean other big games. I, some very some very fun games. Week one uh, tonight. We got UT, yeah, UT and or not. No, sorry, I can't talk. Apparently, Utah and Florida going on right now as we record. So that's mm-hmm. definitely we we've been looking at it at the side of our eyes. I know we have been. We have a couple bets on that one. I'm all in on Utah. Big Utah. My problem is that I bet with my heart, not with my brain, and I can't make myself for Florida, so here we are betting on Utah tonight. (laughs) All right. All right. Great predictions. We'll see how we do. Excited. Cannot... I cannot wait to come back to this episode in a few months. Tweet it out. Oh, look, Tins was right about the Jaguars winning the Super Bowl, everybody. <laughs> wow. I hope he everyone predicted I hope, the future. I hope everyone's ready for me on Twitter. If you think I'm annoying now, at Tinseltown44, uh, it's going to get worse. Tins, if you had to just estimate, this is how we can end the show. If you had to uh-huh. estimate how much money you would win if the Jaguars win the Super Bowl. I can tell you. I only have one bet right only, now. Oh, it's only one. Let's say it's Trevor one. Lawrence has a great year. Let's say Trevor Lawrence wins MVP and Jags win the Super Bowl. How much so money are we talking about? So he'll hit my prop, 26 and a half touchdowns, which I have a, a lot of money on. That's the most. Mm. Then they're definitely going to win the move. I moved the line of them winning 10 games over that. Um, we're looking at about $3,500. Let's go. Dang, if the Jags crazy. do everything I'd like for them to do. And that's just right now. Who knows how much more is going to be added to that. <laughs> See, that's, that's the thing. Every time, I, every time my account doesn't end in a five or a zero, I have to do something with that. Loose change, as I call right, it. Right, right. So then it's like I have many random bets of like $3.55 on Trevor Lawrence to win MVP or the touchdowns or the wins. It just it adds up. Mm. Just adds up, you know? Just all of a sudden, you got hundreds of dollars on the Jags. You know? Whoops. Oops. Luckily, luckily, my wife doesn't listen to this one all the way through. She doesn't know. <laughs> all right. Great episode, team. <laughs> hey, uh, well, that is that is going to be it for our, uh, for our season predictions. Um, thank you for listening. We are excited for this week of football. Um, join us Monday. At that point, we will know how this how this weekend is wrapped up, but we will not talk about it because Monday is not for sports. Monday is for messing around. Yes, messing sir. around Monday coming this Monday. 
we have a special episode coming for you. We are doing a live taste test. Uh, we won't spoil that too much, but that's coming up. Uh, we are talking uh, some food and some fun things happening there. So don't miss out. Make sure you are with us on socials. We have uh, our socials have been incredible, and we are we're throwing a lot of stuff in there. Twitter, the boys are throwing bets out left and right, and they're hitting everywhere. Uh, they are gaining some national attention from the media for how many bets they're hitting. Uh, I've heard some rumors of, of DraftKings trying to shut them down. Uh, just, just saying. I'd like to see them try. Uh, they have won so many bets in a row that they're like, this can't be true. So, uh, be there with them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we are, we are up in there. So join us, and uh, we hope you have an awesome first weekend of football. Gator suck. Go balls. <laughs>